welcome back to the Mildly Uncomfortable Podcast. This is a podcast in which two friends sit down to explore different controversial subjects each episode. I'm your host, Brandon Zoyce, and alongside me is my co-host, Justin Coleman. Hello. Today, we have our second guest. His name is Hussein Elsefti. Yeah, like Brandon said, my name is Hussein Elsefti. I've been friends with these guys for years now, and they've talked about earlier about bringing up the podcast and i've always loved the podcast like that whole scene so of course i was like i have to be on it thank you for being here Hussein. so today we will be talking about childhood and childhood can encompass a lot of things so the main points that we're gonna you know pinpoint on is going to be uh the environment we grew up in uh, how our upbringing was and the trauma that we might have gone through so again, we just have a few questions that we're going to answer and then just go off of that and do whatever. So one of the first ones that we do have is uh, a basic one, but it's still good to touch base on. Uh, did you guys have a happy childhood? I would say, yeah, I did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it probably wasn't perfect to some people, but in my eyes, it was, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I would like to say yes, but I do not think that's true. I think I had like a, like a mediocre childhood is like a better word for it what do you mean like not good but like i wasn't it like it, i wasn't struggling and it wasn't like awful awful you know what i mean like well, i had problems my entire childhood but i don't look back and think like wow that was truly fucking terrible because yeah. it wasn't that bad oh i yeah i get what you mean i i feel like i had a pretty good one too just just in general, being able to grow up with uh, a mom and a dad, and then also my sister, that was like a main thing for me because, and you don't you don't really like notice it when you're going through it because some people don't get to grow up with a parent or even a sibling because siblings make a lot of shit better too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you take it for granted sometimes when you when you see somebody. Or, like, nowadays, I, I look back or, I like, I'll look at a kid and I'll be like, damn, they really don't have one of their parents. Like, at the time, you don't really think about it, you know? Oh, yeah. Being an adult now, you definitely see, like, how having two parents could definitely bring you up a little, sometimes a little bit easier. Like, it's a little more relaxed because you could depend on two people. Yeah. Where, like, me, I was basically raised by one parent and it was, my mom was both mom and dad. So I have a lot more respect for her, mm-hmm. but struggle, like, are we going to be able to make it this month? Are we going to be able to, you know, yeah. move back at it? But I wouldn't trade anything that I had. I wouldn't trade it for anything. That's good. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't I wouldn't want anything to be different. Like, I've said this before. I, I don't know if I've actually said it in, in one of the podcasts yet, but, like, everything that you go through is, like, it shapes you for who you are right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it may like everything that you have gone through and everything you will go through makes you into the person that you are. So, when people like have regrets in life, I don't understand why. Because if you were able to do something else in your childhood and your you know adulthood, no matter what, you wouldn't be the person you are now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I completely understand that. And grudges, that was another big thing. Like, what do you mean? Like, if you hold on to certain grudges. I just didn't understand it because I feel like a, a grudge could also mold you. In a oh, yeah. Way. oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah. 
and mainly as a child too. Like oh if, yeah, for sure. Because because children are so innocent. So let's let's say like even middle schoolers. Like that's when you really start to hit points in your life where you're like, oh fuck. Like who am I? Whatever. Yeah. 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 And like you you start going through some stuff and it it can suck because you don't know what's going on really sometimes. But yeah, if, if something happens to you that's really bad and you hold a grudge over it as a child, you will probably more than likely have that for the rest of your life, that grudge. Oh, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen people get rotten. Just, they hold this grudge and it just eats away at them for years and it festers in them and it just, they turn out to be just not a happy person anymore. Yeah. It sucks, too, because it, Everything, I would say a lot of stuff comes from your childhood. Because once you grow, you can deal with shit better, you know. But as a child, and you experience these bad things that happen to you, it really messes you up. Because, like I said, you're so innocent. So one little thing can set you off. And it's like, and it will stay with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, like kids don't have that thick skin yet. You don't involve that thick skin maybe mid-middle school, late middle school, high school. Where... We could take it to the chin and just, you know, keep going. Where kids, they, they still, they're still sensitive. Yeah, and it just hits harder. I feel. Yeah, a lot of that comes from parents too. Like parents can really, can really fuck you up as a kid. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And it goes, you know, mentally too. Like obviously they could physically abuse you, which is bad. It's very bad. But mentally abusing somebody is still fucked and that happens through a lot of parents and some of them like at least for our generation like our parents don't realize as much as like we probably will as parents you know what i mean because they didn't they grew up in a whole different time so it's completely different to them what what they grew up with compared to what now we will be teaching our kids with i see what you're talking about yeah they grew up in like a harder i would say stuff discipline was like a given thing yeah it's like they weren't afraid to hit their kids or like, I mean, in a disciplined manner, not like beating the shit out of your kid. Mm-hmm. Or nowadays, it's like everyone's so sensitive, in my opinion, that I feel like it's going to be a little harder. And, well, when, when, when you say everybody's so sensitive too, though, I feel like there's a right to be with certain things. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But if it's like the small things that you got, you hear about, like that um, some of the younger generation is just complaining about, whining about, like. Yeah, no. That type of stuff, it's... It's um, like, yeah. Yeah, our parents didn't really have to do with it. They got up, yeah. they got up went to work, and just, like I said earlier, and, and just took it. Our parents, too, they grew up in a completely different time, like I said, and they didn't... Not What, what is on the table now that we know about for mental health, basically, they didn't know about. There was stuff like, you know, anxiety and depression, and they just push it under the rug when they had it because it was never in light and now when like i hear stories online or whatever about now when kids come out as depressed or they have anxiety some of these parents because they know about the internet are so they're for it and they want to help their children but some of them don't really know that shit and they feel like it's the same thing where they could just buck up and you know get back to your school yeah just grow up and it's like what what are you talking about oh yeah but how was it for you guys with your parents then? Was it was it rough like that, or was it more so okay? You know what I mean? Um, I would say that it was it was okay. Like yeah. I said, my mom was both mom and dad, so I could go to her and get the comfort 
But if I was also being like a jackass, I could get that harder end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that I, if I ever had a problem, like, hey mom, like, something's going on, or this, that, or other, I, it was easy to talk to her. That's good. For sure. That's very good. I had a similar situation where it was just me and my mom for the longest before she had any of my siblings. And I don't know my father. I don't even know if I've ever met him. So there's that. So she was also like both mom and dad. So it was just me and her for a minute. And then obviously she had my siblings, which is, that was nice. I think it made it a little bit easier, even though it was like extra kids. Just like another partner, yeah, to help with shit. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I mean, all throughout my whole life, she's let me know that I could talk to her, and I don't know how to say this without it like sounding rude, but like, she's very unrational. So, and maybe it's just because like she had me when she was so young. She had me when she was like twenty or twenty-one. So I don't know. Maybe that is it, and maybe she's just, like, just been both parents to me. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, very, like, short-tempered, unrational. So while she's let it, she's let me know, I can always come to her. I, I never feel comfortable doing yeah, that. There's always that little factor that sets you off and not want to do it. Yeah, it's just... Would you say it'd be, like, intimidation? Or would it just... It's more so that I don't care to talk to her. Oh, okay. And that sounds fucked up, but, like, I feel like you can only treat somebody a certain way for so long before... Until they snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before they just don't care about yeah. your opinion anymore. No, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. With with me, uh, like I said, I, I do have um, both mom and dad, and it was... It, there's certain things, no matter what, for everybody, like, little things that will always just be like, why? You know, like, why would you say that to me? Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. But for the majority for me, it was it was all good. Like I I was, you know, the little kid who was always like close to their parents. I was always very good with my parents and they were always very kind to me and they, they did everything they could for me, you know? Like uh, the house that we're at, like because I still live with my parents, we're recording this in my room in my parents' house and like like I said in many podcasts now, I don't have a job. And my parents have just been so supportive over me, you know, like, not having one. Like, it sucks, obviously. And I know there's a little that they don't want to say to me because they don't want to be too rude about it. But I still, by myself, feel bad that I'm not doing anything. Like, if I had a job, I could help out with the house more and, you know, pay pay more bills. My dad wouldn't take it just because my dad doesn't like that. But I would still be able to offer it if, time came and he needed it you know like just the thought of like just here like yeah just the thought of being able to just hand him fucking even twenty dollars and being like here just pay for fucking food yeah or something from me but i can't and it kind of it sucks because they've supported me for all these years and i want to give back to them and i just can't right now that's how exactly the situation i'm in um single mom uh she three kids i'm the oldest two daughters um you have to take care of three kids groceries for all of us and hell i know i eat a lot and so just that alone groceries is terrible and then she has to pay rent you know dt all that stuff 
nice guitar. So knowing that I can't help as much as I would like to really bothers me. That probably now as a like, because as a man, you're like you're always told you like you gotta help. Even your mom, ditch your mom, you got to help her. Being at the position I'm in where I can't help, oh, it kills me inside sometimes. Yeah, it just it just brings you down more sometimes because you're already in a state where you feel like you can't do anything for yourself, and then you look at your parents or your mom, and you're just like, I can't even do anything for them, even though I was trained that I was supposed to in the later years. Yeah. Which again, we're not in the later years supposedly or per se, but it's like. At this point, we should be doing more, in my opinion. Or at least I should. I'm not speaking for you, because I don't know about completely your situation. But for me, I just feel as if I could and I should be doing more, and I can't right now. Which, it, it just brings me down a peg even more, thinking about it. But, on the lighter side, or maybe not the lighter side, do you guys think you're like your parents at all? In any sort of way? No. I, growing up, I purposely... And this just goes back to it might sound fucked up, but like, I purposely didn't want to be like my mom because there are a lot of aspects about her personality that I didn't like. Yeah. She gets angry really quickly and she can be really irrational. And I just never liked that. And she can be kind of, she doesn't really have a filter, so she says whatever's on her mind. Yeah. And I just feel like over the years, I've like quite literally become the opposite, like very quiet and I'm very to myself. And I try to be kind to everybody, and I try to be really patient. That's good, yeah. Yeah, it was like, I remember I had a teacher in high school, and she says, people either are just like their parents, or they try to be the opposite, because they see flaws in them. And I really related to that, because it's like, yeah, uh, I wish I had some of her positives, like, she's really hardworking, and she doesn't really give up. Like, ever. Like, even if it, like, takes a while, she, she's, like, a fighter. And I, I admire that, you know. But you feel like you're not that way? Yeah, I don't think I'm that way. Really? Yeah. I wish I was that way, but I'm not. I feel like you are. Yeah, I was gonna say kind of the same thing. Like, knowing him for so long, I've seen you push through some serious shit. Yeah, especially when you were over with your college schooling. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, you're so far away, and Stuff like that, you. I feel like you pushed yourself hard, especially doing what you wanted to do. When I was doing what I wanted to do, yeah, because it, like, I was paying to be there, and like, I like, I loved the work I was doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like this. I literally thought. I feel like if my mom was in my situation, she would have like found a way to like. She would have just like got two jobs out there and just lived out there. Like, she could have done something like that, and I knew I couldn't do that, so I just came home. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. That's what I mean when I say, like, she's, like, a fighter in that sense. Yeah, I would say, yeah, because my mom is, uh, like Justin was saying about her, just very hardworking. She she doesn't, like, she doesn't let things bring her down, like, in, uh, in like, a life manner. Like, obviously, you get down on some things, but yeah. she would always, like, it hit her, she dropped. Tells herself, pick herself back up and just keep going, push through it. And we're we're both the type where it's like, uh, we're kind and nice to you. We'll, like, we love you as people. We just like don't try to like, cross us, don't try to disrespect us and stuff like that. We're we're fair, but like, like we're nice, but we're fair. Yeah. 
if there's a line that you yeah cross, yeah then, then you it's like yeah yeah we like my mom always told me like if someone's like messing with you you take care of it yeah don't let no one walks on you no one walks on your name no one makes fun of you like that's a no-go so i'll say i i took that because that was my whole childhood you stick up for your friends and family especially siblings for sure siblings yeah like, you don't let people mess with people you love yeah so I, I live by that today too. And just that never quit type factor. Like, yeah, obviously I've, I've given up some things where I wish I hadn't done it, but, but like certain jobs like quitting, but I found out it was actually healthier that I left. Yeah. But like in the aspects of life, just don't give up, keep pushing forward, even though how hard it gets. I've taken that from her for sure. Yeah. Um, and like at the end of the day, if like, like you said, for a job, if you have to give up, you have to give up. Yeah, sometimes there's it's nothing, very unhealthy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it if it's really bringing you down. And that, that goes back to mental illness as well. Like, oh, yeah. if, if something's really bringing you down, you have to cut that shit out of your life. Yeah, either let go or just figure out what it is. And yes. just... Because being, for example, again, as a job, if you're at a job that's really killing your mental health, that, like, it's it's way better to just get rid of it, dude. Yeah. You, you might not be as like good obviously financially but when it comes to your mental health it's so much better i promise you i think that's i think you can only say that when you're coming from a place of privilege because most people cannot do that most people can't stop their life and quit their job you know what i mean no yeah i completely understand that too and no it makes sense but it's still you don't want to kill yourself over a job that's not going to be doing anything but benefiting you money-wise yeah that's what they need, though. Like, if they don't have the money, what happens with their life? Yeah, but while you are at a job, you can still look for other jobs. I agree. Point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying just cold turkey it. I would never do that. Yeah. Don't just quit. I'm saying find something. For me, uh, with when it goes back to my parents, I I am a lot like my parents. There's, there's certain things, like we've all said, where I don't want to be like them. It's just, like I said, they grew up in a different time. Like, I think my parents are even older than your guys' parents. Uh, I think they're, like, 10 years older. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they grew up in a even different time. 10 years adds a, you know, huge difference. And so they just say and do things that I don't agree with. But at this point in my life, there's no point to argue against them or say anything and call them out, you know, because it's like, they're what's still the my fucking parents. Yeah. yeah, what's the point of it? So though the certain things that they say or do, they don't, or I'm not like that. I would never be like that. And th those are very small things, though. They're not like terrible or huge. But other than that, I'm I'm very much like my parents. Like my parents are very organized. They're very. This goes here, and if it gets moved, I will notice it. If it gets moved slightly, I will notice it. I'm exactly like that. My mom is so caring, and she just loves everybody. My, my dad's so hardworking, and he does everything for everybody around here. Like, he'll, start, he'll uh, fucking start a conversation with literally anybody in the entire world. And that's exactly how I want to be, at least. I'm like that to a certain degree. But I, I want to be more like that because he's, he's just very open and he's very nice. And then my mom, like I said, she's so caring. She's so loving. She takes care of the entire house, like, cleans everything. And I'm, I'm very much so like that where I want my area so clean. It's unfucking real. <laughs> So, I'm a fuck ton like my parents, and I'm I'm glad because of it. 
And there's, like I said, again, there's like little things that I'm, I will never be like that they are. But again, that's just because it's a whole different generation. Yeah. Well, let's, let's stray away a little bit from the parents then. And let's just talk about us as children. So when you were a child, what did you want to be? And how has it changed from now? As a child, I was always either something like medical field. Like I always thought of helping someone or like being a paramedic. That's my ultimate kind of goal. Um, just the thought of being able to like help someone or even giving someone just a few more precious seconds so they could get to the hospital so they could get the like, ultimate better treatment. Yeah. That thought was always like priceless to me. Like I'd do anything for it. And also the military. I, uh, not raised in a military family, but like, uh, grandpas, cousins, uncles, they've all served in some branch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, that. like, like my uh, great-grandpa was a Navy officer. My cousin was in the Navy. Um, uncles are, like, Army, like, Army Rangers type stuff. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they were, like, some pretty badass people. And me, I've always wanted to be military. And that's why I plan on the next two to five months or whatever uh, actually joining the Coast Guard. Like, I'm getting myself in shape for that. How it changed me, for sure, like, that military side, you've got to be, you know, you got to be hardened, type, it, for a better life of work. But you always wanted to do medical and the military yeah. stuff? Yeah. Since as, that's yeah. never changed, though? No. Like, it, wow. it's like, I've, you can even talk to an old uh, family, just, I've always wanted to help people. And the yeah. military was always, like, it's been in my blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been talking for years. Like, I'm going to join. I'm going to join. And That's then, crazy yeah. that your shit has never changed. Yeah. I know it sounds kind of like, oh, wow, nothing's changed, but it's like. No, but it's a good nothing's changed because you have good fucking goals. Like, <laughs> if you would change those, it would be like, yeah, I don't want to help people anymore. Yeah, so completely like, yeah. polar opposite. So, yeah. like, you're good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. But, like, how it's changed me, it's probably made me a little more, like, disciplined. I guess you'd say because like, yeah. obviously medical field's a hard job you gotta be like in it focused oh, and yeah. the same with the military so I guess just um, that focus that drive that's changed me mm-hmm. getting older like just sticking with something that's that probably the biggest thing I take away from that for me when I was a kid growing up I never really had anything I wanted to be per se I did like drawing, but I never really saw that as a career. I was kind of just going to school. It wasn't even a thing I really thought about. People would ask me the question. It would just be, I don't know. I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. Well, it's good, though, because you did figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of figured I knew what I was going to be since, like, fifth, sixth grade. It's, like, kind of around the point. I was like, I'll probably go into art. And then, like... As time went on, that became more and more of a possibility. Mm-hmm. But yeah, early on, it wasn't really a a thing in my head of like just thinking about adulthood. I enjoyed being a kid when I was a kid. At least I tried to. Yeah, that's good. I feel like now though, like I've probably become like the best version of myself that I could have been. Like comparing to like myself when I was a kid. Why do you think that is? Well, I just had a lot of, like, social problems, and I didn't know how to handle my feelings. And I didn't know which feelings were good feelings or bad feelings, or if I was good or bad in general. 
Oh, like as a person? Yeah. Oh, wow. Just, as I a just, kid? Well, because I'm gay, I just, I thought I was inherently, like, a bad thing. And that, like, it's kind of still crazy to think about, like, me just having full-blown conversations in my head, just being like, wow, I guess I'll just have to, like, stay closeted for the rest of my life and then just pretend like this isn't a thing for me. Dang, I didn't know about that. Well, I think all gay like, people go through oh, that. Yeah. yeah, it's like a, you want to be straight and you're, you're going to pretend to yourself to be straight for as long as you can until like you come out to yourself which was like a whole thing that was i was happy that i did that early on most people don't do that till later on is being able to just say i'm gay to yourself in the mirror and being like okay i said it so now that makes it real you know what i mean and i was able to do that pretty early on and know like what was going on in my head and if the feelings were normal or not so that's nice like i figured that out like pretty like maybe middle school do you think if you would have not figured it out in your head that early that it would have messed you up more as time went on so because basically you'd be pretending to be straight then during those years yeah even though you knew you weren't do you think that would have really affected your mind so this is kind of how i've always looked at it i knew i was gay since i was like three or four I didn't want to accept it. I also just figured, like, this is my thought process. I thought everybody was attracted to everybody, and that being gay meant you chose to only date guys. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I was like, oh yeah, everybody finds guys attractive. Later on, I was like, no, everybody does not, Justin. And then it was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Like that was like the what's it called? realization like yeah light bulb thing. yeah the light bulb like yeah something's different with you yeah. yeah i i honestly didn't think about it that much like as a like as a small child because i thought it was normal and it was just like that's when it was like oh okay that'll be something that i'll have to change yeah or try to change you know but you asked me one like a minute ago remember oh i said what do you think would have happened if you wouldn't have figured out that you were gay in your own mind accepted it for yourself at that early that early yeah. it would have happened eventually it would have happened think, like later in high school probably. yeah do you think that would have messed you up though because you would have went through middle school acting straight you know what i mean because i mean you didn't act gay either but it was just the fact that like you yourself knew you were gay and you already accepted it for yourself do you think during middle school it would have been harder for you if you didn't accept yourself as gay no, I don't think it would have been harder. I think it would have been harder down the line, because then it's it's you're it's more time wasted pretending you're something you're not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. So I don't think it would have affected me very much then, just because while I had accepted the fact that I was gay, I still didn't like the fact that I was gay. So then it wasn't really a, it wasn't really a good thing yet, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like acceptance is like the first part of the process. And then from there, it's like learning to love yourself, learning to like accept you for you, knowing that there's nothing wrong with that. That's a hard thing to do in general, too. Like not even being in 
the LGBTQ community, but just being in general, being able to love yourself is so hard for people. It's sad. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had a hard time with that. I still kind of do, like, like, I think back on some of the stuff I've done. Like, I've talked to my parents and supported my parents about it. Um, just, like, like, some of the stuff I've done in my past, just being, like, a young teen, just, and a guy just being a, a dick. Yeah. It's like, damn, like, I really did some of that stuff sometimes. Like, there's no way someone would forgive me for that. Like, how can I forgive myself? Right. But then I had a, my mom just, like, you just have to. Like, I know it sounds easier than, you know, doing it, but if you live just, like, man, I shoulda, 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 or I, it's just, it'll eat you alive. Yeah. And then you can never, like, really live your life. Yeah. It sucks, too, because I've done that same kind of shit where you just, you do shit as a stupid young teen, mainly as a guy, and you say stuff, and you just regret it almost immediately, because it's like, what the fuck? And then, but now, like, you just, you just change and you grow as a person. And if you don't, then you will still forever be that way, but you won't feel bad about it. It's the point of feeling bad that you can look back and be like, holy shit, I actually said that, and I'm so upset that I said that, and I'm so sorry for this person that I said it to. That's growth. Yeah, I was just about to say, I think you grow as a person. And if you don't don't grow as a person or learn from stuff, you will never feel that type of regret or, like, hurt that you did that to that person or you said that to that person. So that's, yeah. For me, though, for the, the question of uh, how has my, like, shit changed or anything, um, growing up, I never really had a lot of stuff, like Justin was saying. I, I never really thought about it as much uh, for, a, for a job or anything. I always wanted to be the, the, like, little random stuff that every kid wants to be, like a firefighter or an astronaut. And then I learned that I don't like fire and I don't like space. So... And I also don't, for for an astronaut at least, I don't have all that knowledge. I don't want to do all that. Um, so, growing up though, like once I got to middle school, I, I went through like a bunch of different stuff. And it wasn't, there was nothing that I really wanted to be. Like I, I did want to be on sports teams and I wanted to be a part of stuff like that. But I never actually acted upon it. Like I was never even on sports teams as a kid, you know. For, for high school or anything, or for middle school, high school, I never was on an actual team. Once I got a job, my first job, I was, there were so many things that was going through my head of what I wanted to do. It was like, should I stay here forever? You know what I mean? As your first job, you're like, should I stay here like, forever? Do this I make is, it my career? Yeah, do I make this my career? And then obviously growing up now, I look back and I'm so fucking glad <laughs> I didn't. But at that time too, I was also thinking about being a cop. That, for, that's what I went through my head too. Yeah. So, I was thinking about being a cop for a while because, like, there's a lot, even, uh, this was when I was, like, 15 or 16, there's so much injustice that happens throughout cops, which is a whole nother subject, but there's a lot of shit that they do that they put people through that don't deserve it, and I just felt like I could right those wrongs in certain ways, where people get pulled over for going too over the speed limit, while there's literally this guy over here who's getting shot for just, like, nothing. Like, just walking the streets. Just walking the street. And it's, there was a certain point in my life where I said, I could fix that, and I could be the cop that 
changes the whole stigma behind them. And now over the years, well, and that changed, like, I didn't want to be a cop, like, a year later. Like, I was kind of training for it, technically. But then a year later, I was just like, I don't want to be a cop because I've seen how bad it got. And then now over the years, I'm so glad I didn't choose to be a cop. It's just gotten worse. It's just gotten worse. And I don't think there would be any positives from being a cop. Like, nowadays, they don't even help people. It's the worst thing. Cops do not help people. All they do is hurt nowadays. And it's so sad. And it's it's crazy. But it really sucks because there's always that, like, one or two that are, like, that genuine, like, that officer. Like, they'll give their life, but... Just being in a That's being match of a whole bunch of yeah, bad people. It's way overshined by the bad, the good, and it's sad. But yeah, so after after that whole thing with the cop, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I said before, like I took time off after I graduated, and I had no fucking clue what I wanted to do. Then for a while, I was thinking about going to college for business and being a business owner. I still want to do that in a certain degree, but I don't want to do it as my major. Like, I don't want to be a business owner as my major major in business. I would love to do that and be able to, you know, have my own company and whatever. But that's a far-fetched idea for this day and age for me right now, I think. But uh, it wasn't until, like, last year that I really figured out I wanted to be in film. So it, it took me a while to figure that out. And that was, like, like I said, when I was 19. So I've went through so many different, like, in my head, job things that I could do and, you know, go through. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that I am where I am right now. I would like to have a job. I'd like to be going to college to help myself. But I have the plan that I have, and it's only going to work one certain way that I know it will. So I'm, I'm prepared for that. So I'm glad that what I went through helped me to get to where I am. That, that goes back to a lot. And for me, I feel like the, as the kid I was, if, if I was that, that age still where, let's say I was like five, six, seven, if I were to look at the person I am now as 20 years old, I think that that kid would look up to me, which is, I think that's a, a very good thing to have in your life as a adult, young, young adult right now. If, if you're, if your seven-year-old self can look up to your 20 year old self and say i really do want to be like him when i grow up i think that's very good yeah i think i if i look back at myself i think my younger self would be pretty proud like yeah you've been sent through some shit Mm -hmm. like but look you pulled through it and like look where you're at now you're about to do what your goal you're about to go get it so i think i would be pretty like you were saying just i feel like they would look up to you in that way I don't know if my younger self would necessarily be proud just because I had so many issues and I don't think I would be a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I also feel like my younger self looking at myself and I would just think I'd look funny as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Now I'm bald. What the fuck is that in your nose? I'm about to be bald. Why is your hair like, Why is your hair green? Yeah, I literally, I always had long hair as a kid and now yeah. I'm bald. So my, my younger self would just be like, damn, boy, you bald. <laughs> Mine was the opposite. I had like short hair, and then the last few years of high school, I was growing out, and now yeah. it's like mid back, and now I'm gonna go back to being bald. So it's gonna be like, I'm more shocked for you guys. Like, you yeah. guys haven't seen me with short hair. Yeah. yeah. So let's get a, a 
little more into the trauma part. I feel like this is, there's a lot that we could all probably say, I would say. I would say one of the biggest traumas was uh, the death of my grandpa. He was, he was my best friend. Like, he was my everything. We, he taught me how to be a man. Like, how to protect what's yours in the sense of, like, your family, that type of way. Um, he taught me how to, like, fish. He taught me how to hunt. It was, like, he really taught me how to do some of the stuff that, like, men used to do. And then when I knew he was, uh, like, sick, but he never, he would never show it, like, ever. He was always, like, smiling, happy, cheerful, like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And just never, never showed it, even to, like, my mom and stuff. And then I remember, um, like, coming home from, I remember the day, too. Like, it was, it was the best day. It was field day, fourth grade. Wow. Yeah, you know, running through obstacles and, you know, just having a ball. Yeah. Come home to run to my mom, like, oh, this is what we did today. And she, I see her kind of looking down. I'm like, all right, sums up. Like, it doesn't take a genius to know. Yeah. She's like, I got to talk to you. Hey, mom, what's up? Pulls me in the back room of our house, and she's like, Grandpa passed away. And for a second, I kind of laughed, as in, like, a, all right, like, come on, what's what's going on? But she's like, no, like, he passed away. He's, he had a heart attack, and I lost it. And my first thoughts was like, how am I going to live my life? Like, I still got so much to learn. I'm only, I'm only in fourth grade. Like, I feel like I lost a big chunk of, like, who I am. Who am I going to go fishing with? Who's going to be my partner? Who's going to be, like, like, what am I supposed to do? And for a few months, I was just, like, I guess you used to be, like, dead inside. Yeah. Like, I just, no emotion, just mute. Like, I was, was so quiet. The, the feeling of having that person wasn't there anymore, and you knew it. It took something out of you. Yeah. And I, there was, like, anger, because, like, how, like, how could you leave me? Like, yeah. But I knew that wasn't fair to him, or it was not fair to anyone. You can't be mad. It, he couldn't control it. It happened. Um, I would say that was probably the, the most traumatic. There was other little things, and I, I mean, when we go back around, I might bring it up. But um, but that was for sure. Like, I lost my best friend. He was like, we'd always. I remember, like, we always just like mess around, like mess around with my grandma, like just pick on her, just like. Shoot little jokes, like run around, just like poker around and yeah. stuff. It was, it was fun. It was awesome. And that's great as a kid too to just have good grandparents because grandparents right. make your childhood. Oh yeah, they're the guys who like they'll sneak you chocolate when mom yeah, says no yeah. or like, like oh yeah, you have some or something like that. And that's that's him, especially not having a dad. He was definitely that father figure. Yeah, always. He was the one down to have fun. Yeah, always. And once I lost him, it was like, all right, so fun's out the door now. Like, and that's honestly how I felt for the longest time. But growing up, I kind of like, it's not growing up, but a few years later, I was like, you know what? His death actually shaped me to be what he was. Like, yeah, be that fun dad and grandpa when you get older. Like, cherish life like he did. Don't just sulk. Yeah, don't sit there and just like, oh, I should have done this, that, and... Like we were saying earlier, he never did that. He was a That's hard worker, and I feel like I took that away. But yeah, that bar sucked out in my childhood for sure.
It was hard though. I'm not gonna lie. It yeah. sucked. It was. It blew. I don't talk about this a lot anymore, but so the most traumatic thing that I have been through is bullying, and bullying can go, you know, from the most of nothing, where it's just like somebody's calling your name, to the point where you literally want to kill yourself over it, and. I was at the point where I wanted to kill myself over it. I would say this was, I want to say it was middle school for sure, but I, I think it was specifically sixth into seventh grade. So it was two full years of just straight up not wanting to be here. Specifically, I, I can't remember the specifics of it, but I know for sure that it started in gym class, which a lot of bullying happens bad of course but it started in gym class and it was something where you know we were just changing and then it, there was jokes and there's I didn't think there was anything wrong with my own body but then obviously after that after somebody said a joke or whatever it just you know lingers in your mind and it makes you think about it more so I was already upset about that and then it was like every single day or every other day after that, there was one comment being made, there was something being said or whatever. And then I remember this specifically. There was, it was gym class again, and we were changing. And I remember from like four rows of the lockers over, somebody, and I don't know how this motherfucker had this much strength as a seventh grader, like somebody whipped a fucking pencil, whipped it at me. Like, specifically at me, they, they aimed for me on purpose, you know, because it had been so long, they were fucking with me. So they, they whipped a pencil at me, and it landed on my bicep, like on the side of your bicep, and it left a, a huge welt, like a huge fucking welt, and it was, it stung. And I literally had to sit down, and I was just like, like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. yeah, and at this point, I, I didn't really have a backbone, so I didn't say anything, I didn't do anything about it. My parents asked me, like, what it was, and I would just make up excuses. Like, I didn't want to say anything or talk to anybody because I just was so uncomfortable with everything that was happening to me. So I didn't want to say anything. And then... Like, you didn't want to seem weak? No, I don't even know what it was, to be honest with or you. Or just kind of like, you know I, what's happening, it's whatever. I guess it was like that because there was nothing in my mind as a kid where I was like, I don't want to seem weak or, like, I don't want to get help. It was just... This is what it is, I guess. I don't even know why. Because I, I was always, from my parents, conditioned to talk to them and tell them what like what was going on with me. And I just didn't want to tell them anything. Two years of bullying party. Well, yeah. Yeah, it changed me a lot. But so, after that, there was there nothing. And this is why I don't, I don't know what exactly happened. Because I, I tend to black things out in my head where I don't want to think about them anymore. So a year after they happen, I literally cut it out of my fucking head. And it's not that healthy to do, because like things like this where I need to talk about it and should bring more light to it, I can't anymore. Something happened. I don't remember if it was physical. I don't remember if it was face-to-face -face with somebody. But I know for a fact that something happened where it changed me completely, where I went from the point of, I don't want, like, to talk to anybody about it. I went from that to I don't want to live anymore. 
there was there was something that happened in between there that made me feel that way. And this was seventh grade, so what, you're 12 or so, 13? And I was 12 to 13 years old, wanting to kill myself before I even knew what wanting to kill yourself meant. I, I used to think about knives and guns and, you know, ropes, and I would think about them, and I would it would linger in my head, and I would be like, it would be so much better if I could kill myself. And it sucks, like, I hate talking about it now, because it's a, it's a fucking sore subject for me, but I just, I don't know, it was, it was such a hard-hitting thing to me that somebody could be that cruel to somebody else, and it wasn't just the stuff that I named, there was a lot more shit that happened, but like I said, I blacked it out, but there, yeah, there's a lot, a lot more stuff that happened and so I don't even remember how I got over it I'll be honest with you I really don't remember because like it did shape me shape me and it made me grow after I was done wanting to die and a lot of people don't get out of that funk and it's hard to do so and again I, I blacked out what happened after that I never actually attempted anything I never had the, the means to do so but it was just the thoughts that were over overtaking my entire body and I really wanted to just get out of here out of out of life and like I, I mean I'm still alive obviously I don't have these thoughts anymore but it, I I can't really tell you a good ending because I cannot remember what made me shake it I really can't and I apologize for that but I was able to shake it somehow and yeah, bullying is bad. Like, you can you can really have somebody go to the point where they actually do it and end it. And it's not, it's not ideal, and kids can just be so cruel to one another. And it's so sad. And if, if I was a kid now thinking about it, and I was at the time where I said I didn't even want to talk to my parents, if I would have talked to my parents, it would have been so much better. It, I could have changed a bunch of stuff. But at the same time, again, if I were to change it, I wouldn't have been the person that I am now. So there's different things with it that I don't know what would have come from it. Like I don't know if I would have been completely different. I don't know if I would have grown from it. I don't know if I would have had that, that you know, experience of wanting to kill myself. And it's not, it's not a good experience, but it's something that helped me a lot. I had kind of a similar experience. The funny thing with it is, like, I've never been bullied, like, really by other kids. It was more so just at home. Like, my mom's always just talked to me really crazy. Like, she's never had a filter, and she's never cared what she said to me. So at a really young age, she was just, she's always said, like, really terrible shit. And so... In my mind, I was like, this is really, this is just terrible. Like, why is she doing me like that? I'm her kid. And now it's like, it took years. Like, now I know that's like a her thing and that doesn't have anything to do with me. And so now when she, when she talks to me, I always take it with a grain of salt. And I always like keep it in the back of my mind. Like, 
Remember, this has nothing to do with you. This is a hurt thing. It's not your problem. But like as a kid, you you don't know those techniques. Like you don't know what the fuck's happening. You think something's wrong with you. And that's why your mom's screaming at you and calling you these things. But like I think I think it's like the beginning of it started when I remember I had a gay cousin. His name was Ed. He passed last year. I miss him, but he was like the first like out person in our family. And my mom had got a bunch of tapes from him, and I guess there was porn in one of the tapes. And she thought I watched it, and so she beat the hell out of me with, like, an extension cord for a minute. And I was telling her, like, no, like, I promise you I didn't watch it. She didn't believe me. She beat my ass for a minute. And then, in my mind, I was like, I can never come out. Like, there's nothing I can do. And from there, it was, like, that's when I got pretty sad. And that happened, like, maybe, like, beginning of middle school-ish kind of area. And then it was just, like, always a thing where it's, like, your parents always know if you're gay. And even, like, recently, I brought this up to her. I was, like, you know I didn't watch that tape. Like, you beat me for a while, and I didn't even watch the tape. She didn't even apologize. She just went... Yeah, I, like, that was a me thing. Like, I blamed myself for, I thought it was my fault that you ended up gay. And I was like, well, that's not how that works. But she understands that now. But it was like, it would have been nice to get an apology. Because it, it's just shitty to think about. But I just remember being so, like, sad. Because it's, it seemed like she's always yelling at me. So, like, I guess I'm not a good kid. And, like. I'm also gay, so that's not a good thing. So I'm really not, like, a good person either. And I was just sad all the fucking time. And then it was like a... She was so paranoid about it. Like, anything that would happen, that was... it would just, She would just bring it up. She'd just be like, oh, if you're gay, you just tell me. Like, just tell me. She's like, no, no, I'm not. I'm straight. It's, it's not a thing. It's just like, no, you should just tell me. But it was just, like, always, like, a negative thing. Like, it wasn't, like oh, if you tell me, I'll accept you. It was like, you just tell me the truth type of deal. And so I was always just just scared all the time. And it was just the shit that she would say to me would just be so foul and shit that you should just not say to your kid. And, like, it got to a point where I, I legit did try to kill myself when I was younger and, like, kind of the same age range I, I said it on a different podcast but I like I stopped and then I had like wrote a note about it and then this was like afterwards I think like maybe like six months afterwards I didn't throw the note away and she found it and she's like oh wow like do you like you you feel this bad like I make you feel this bad like it's my fault like you're feeling this way and then she was really mad at me, and I was like, I don't understand, like, this isn't about you. And even to this day, she brings it up, and I don't think she understands, like, it was never about you, like, I was so sad I was going to kill myself, and you're still making it about you. Yeah, that seems with a lot of people, because I don't, I don't know your mom personally, obviously, but, like, people that I know that are like that, where it's, they want to, they take the blame for stuff a lot. It seems like whenever 
you feel a certain way that somebody has made you feel, a person who's like that will always obviously feel differently and feel as if they didn't do that and they will get mad at you, like you said, because you're sad or you're mad because of them. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it always seems like people who, who do that are more so, like, just angrier at the entire world, in my opinion. It, it just seems like with the people I've met who are like that. Like they're being attacked almost? Yeah, it's like they're being attacked, so they really want to be more aggressive. More aggressive. back at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. Like, I've dealt with a lot of those types of people growing up, like, a lot. Yeah. I definitely, I have someone in my family like that. When it's black and white, your fault, or you're the reason why something happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, everything's my fault. They're one of those type yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, now we don't want to talk to you because... You can't take criticism. Yes, I know it's hard, but it's like... It's mainly, too, when you make somebody feel a certain way, you don't know how they feel. Like, you're the one who made them feel this way, and you will never understand unless somebody does it to you. Because I will never make you feel that way that you have made me feel, because I know how bad it is to feel this way. I would never reciprocate it to you, ever, because I know it fucking sucks. So that person will never understand how you feel. And it's it, it takes being able to go through that, that feeling, for them to finally understand. And that, that goes back to a lot of stuff like with mental illness. Nobody will understand how you feel in that time unless they go through it. And you never wish that upon anybody once you like are actually going through it. But if they can't understand you, it's better for them to not be a part of the conversation that you're talking about this certain thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, there's there's a lot of shit that just a lot of people don't go through, and then they feel as if they have an opinion on it that they shouldn't, and they shouldn't. Like, like uh, one buff state ties in with childhood because it happened during childhood, but also what you're saying about how you don't know how someone makes it, or you don't know how it feels because you never had it. So, I know someone, I'm not going to say, but um, they were bullied, like, hardcore, and they they went to the self-harm, and, and as, like, hearing about it, you're like, like, how could you, like, not, like, bringing, like, bad light on it, but it was like, like I never, that thought, it was because I never had the thought, like, how can someone actually do, like, hurt yourself like that, but then, actually being depressed for once in my life, I was like, oh, I 100% understand now. Like, I used to think, like, depression was just a feeling, not like a, it's an actual, like, illness. Like, yeah, me too. But then, because you would see, like, unfortunately, like, the Robin Williams, one of the funniest, happiest people you would ever meet, and depression took his life. Yeah. And, I, and now getting older, is like, and have being depressed or sometimes having anxiety, like, that stuff is real, like, it's not just, oh, you're going through a phase and all that shit's, like, real and stuff like that. And, but another tra- traumatic thing that happened in my childhood was, it deals with bullying, too. I had a friend, unfortunately, he took his life because of it. He was just, and I, man, and I always go back to, like, you can't say shit or whatever or whatever. Because I was like, man, if I, if I would have talked to him more, if I would have just, like, hey, you know, you can always come to me, which I said that. And that's, but that's, they hide it too. 
Yeah, that's bad to do for you as well because then you're... you're it feels like it's your fault. Yeah, you feel like it's your yeah. fault and you're putting all of the blame on you when you probably weren't even a benefactor. If they were getting bullied, it was and those fuckers' fault yeah. who were bullying him. And to be honest, I didn't know he was getting bullied. Like, every once in a while, I'll see him coming to school, like, we look a little down. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Well, it's one of those days. And yeah. we'd shrug it off because everyone has one of those days. And then one day, my mom's like, hey, you remember? Like, of course I do. And she told me the news, and I was just like, man, if I would have called them, if I would have, but soon I was like, you can't let that eat you. Yeah. It was, it was their decision. It just, unfortunately, it cost a life. Yeah. And it That's sucks that the yeah. people who are doing the harm won't know how that feels. Exactly. Like, they will never mm -hmm. be that shallow, like, not shallow, but that dark in a hole where, oh, you know what, I'm going to take my life today. Yeah. Today's the day. They will never feel it because they're always on top of everyone. Because they bring everyone down, and that's that's the saddest part. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember fifth grade. We had the same class. We had the girl Miranda. You remember? I think so. A little bit. Yeah, it was. That was always crazy to me, and I go back to this all the time. Where I don't think people they do now, but like they didn't used to take children seriously. Oh yeah. Like they would just be like, "Oh, they're just bad," but like this girl would come to school and then like three or three it'd be like three or four people like fucking with her in their class and she would just cry she would literally cry the whole day i do remember those and then i remember one time she ran in uh our math teacher's bathroom with some scissors and then they were like oh wow she's in there with scissors and i'm just like that's not that's not a normal thing like like you probably should get her some help no and like none of the teachers were taking it seriously and, like, there was still, like, this asshole kid who would fuck with her every day. And I remember I was just like, why are you guys messing with her? Like, it's obvious she's, sen like, she's sensitive. And then that turned into, oh, wow, Justin likes Miranda. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah. is that what we're doing now? Yeah. Like, Stupid just ass for me giving sympathy yeah. to somebody means I like them. Yeah. First hand, schools, like, they were like, yeah, we have a zero times. But being in the, uh, not being in the system, but being in school, like, public schools, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll stop it. We'll do something. We have zero tolerance bullying. Uh, no. That's a bunch of bullshit. There was a lot more Dude. shit that happened to me that I didn't even get into. And, and the schools fucked me up even more. I guess that would be another traumatic. Schools, like, they're, oh, yeah, we're here to help you. And it's like, it, yeah, it angers me. Like, because these two people I knew, uh, not the one that took their life, but the other one I knew, they would report it like, hey, I'm being bullied. Like, mm -hmm. I'm being harassed. It's yeah. like, it's getting bad. And they're like, all right, we'll take care of it. They won't get bullied for like maybe a day, half a day, and then come back and just get hard, even hit harder. I'm like, yeah, of course. You guys don't care about nothing. And God forbid that bully was on a sports team. Because, oh, oh, man. Especially, we know that for sure. Oh, my God. We know that I for went sure. through that. Yeah. I, I, that is what happened to me. I was being bullied by somebody. And this was when I grew a backbone. So I finally stood up to somebody. This was like ninth grade, I think, 10th grade. I stood up to them, and they were on the football team. Oh, Melvindale football team. They're the fucking best. Like, anybody who's on there, they can't be touched. I reported it. I said it straight to the principal or vice, whoever. And you know what happened? I'm going to take a guess. I got fucking out of school when I wasn't doing anything. And guess what happened to them? They, just continued. they played their game that night. Yeah, and if you were like... Like I don't, I can't say it for all schools, but definitely the school we went to. Oh yeah. 
if you were any type of football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, anything, anything sport, you were safe. You were like I hate to say it, but you were like a god in the school. Oh, you yeah. were untouchable. No yeah. one could bring you down, especially if you deserve to be knocked down a couple notches of you bullying someone. They're like, oh yeah, we'll talk about him. Might walk up to him like, hey, you need to watch out a little bit. Or they won't even say that. And then, all right, good luck at the game today. It's like, right. no, bullshit. They should be pulled, if anything, right. not be able to play anymore. You're hurting a kid. Maybe not physically, but mentally, verbally. Yeah. That shit sticks with someone, with someone forever sometimes. And ultimately, it could take their life, which is, like, sad as hell. But that's, like, that's what... And they life. to just fucking yep. go on and play their football. And they probably won't even know what happened to the kid or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I have a game tomorrow. Nope, no, was bad with that. I mean, if you look at, like, if you look at him, like, and you see, and you know, I mean, I've talked to girls and I've talked to Shelby, like, they fucking reported this guy. Same with my sister. Nothing happened. Nothing happened to him. And that's just crazy to me. Like, that many people can report a person and you guys just yeah. sit there and do nothing. And the stuff that that person was doing wasn't just bullying anymore. They were actually like, it came to harassment, yeah. sexual, like, sexual harassment. Yeah. yeah, and you see them with their jersey next Thursday, and you're like, "How the fuck are you playing? How are you even in the school? How are you not in like prison? prison for real? Because yeah, yeah, the sexual harassment he would do was not just like, a, oh, I touched your shoulder. No, he's like grabbing asses, grabbing and like, and like pics, unsolicited. Yeah, no, that's you go to jail or juvie, like you were saying. Like you don't just make it out of that. That was. That definitely pissed me off when I was in high school. It, but I was like, you know, I'm not going to try to say nothing. And that, that's something that childhood that a lot of girls go through during childhood, too, with just fucking weird dudes or, you know, horny growing up mm-hmm. little boys, you know? It's fucked. Instead, they don't get justice. Like, they... Yeah. That happen, That happens way often. Way too oh, often. Yeah. For girls. It's fucked. It feels like... I, I definitely feel like they... They don't get the justice they deserve, especially in, like, a high school setting. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, sports teams and, you know, those jocks are, you know, they think they're all badass. and So they're like, oh, yeah, my shit don't stink. I could do whatever I want. I could date yeah. whoever I want. I would say any sort of bullying is traumatic. Even if oh, it's, yeah, like, well, yeah, sure. even if you literally just got made fun of for a day, like, that's fucked. Yeah, you that will always you remember hard. that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, like... I've said almost every single podcast, every single subject will boil down to not being an asshole. I will keep saying this too, because this is the main takeaway from every single one of these podcasts. You love people. You just love the people around you. You don't treat anybody like they're lesser than you. You always make them, you you just be equal with people. Everybody is, is a person. Everybody has feelings. When you're down and you're out, that's how somebody else will feel when you are shitty to them. Like you just you just gotta remember that it, it, again. Yeah, it just boils down to not being an asshole. That's yeah, that's how everyone should. Doesn't mean you have to get along with no everyone. It's right. Just, just don't be fucking. Don't just be a dick. Yeah. Don't go out of your way yes. to be a dick. You don't it's, have to like somebody. That's not what anybody's saying. You don't have to specifically like this person just because they are also a person. No. You just don't have to be an ass to them. You can literally just ignore them. You know what I mean? The, like the old saying. Yeah, it's kind of like. If you like don't have given. anything nice to say, yeah, that, don't say anything. Like it's or the treat others like the way you would be treated. Like, yes. There's so many things. Yeah, they sound kind of like wishy-washy, like cliche, but dude, they're so true. Like I read this quote. Like they say, the secrets of life is 
behind a cliche, and I completely understand that. Yeah. Um, like those old cliches, like oh yeah, that's just a saying. No, like those that's just real. It's really real. Thank you so much for listening to Mildly Uncomfortable. Uh, thank you so much, Hussein, for being on. We really do appreciate it. Oh, this thanks for having me. It was awesome. Great episode. We touched we touched base on a lot of stuff that I didn't even think I would have to bring up again. So I'm glad that that we did this episode. It was very nice. Hope to be back one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was really good. So thank you all so much for listening. I have not said this yet, and I keep trying to remember to say it, and I always forget. When you are watching, listening, make sure you like the video, and you hit subscribe. It helps us out a shit ton. It really does. So thank you so much for listening. Shoot, probably recommendations on other topics would be pretty cool. Oh, yes. Like in the comments? Yeah, yeah. comment other recommendations. That's a great one. Yeah, yes. if you have any ideas, you can just message us. Most of you guys probably know yeah. us. So, yeah. But yeah, still in the comments, that would be even better. <laughs> Give us a little more traction. Alrighty, thank you so much. Goodbye.